Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your hosts, Dana and Shayna. We are so excited to be back and to be just diving into human design with everyone here. We have missed our podcast family so much over the last few weeks while we've been traveling. And so it just feels so good to get back in the swing of things. And today we wanted to talk about why you chose this time to be your type, why you chose right now in this pivotal moment in life, the the time of life, right? your design, why you chose to be a manifester or a projector or a man gen or a generator, because I think that things can feel crazy and they can feel hard. Sometimes they can feel confusing and it's helpful to know, okay, I chose my energy type for a reason and I'm ready to work with my energy versus against my energy. And There's a reason why I chose to have to figure out these kind of catch 22s within my energy. And so we wanted to just dive into that. But in general, we are feeling rested. We're feeling excited for this new chapter of life. And we're feeling excited to be on this journey, kind of like propelling towards this new paradigm that we're headed (laughs) towards. Um, with everyone here, because it just feels like a pivotal moment. It's now or never. And I'm just excited that we're on this path together. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, talking about this episode and the feeling of what it feels like to be here in the crumbling of an old paradigm and rebuilding and moving into a new paradigm, we are in a transitory awkward ass phase right now. (laughs) And I think that it's really important to talk about that, right? And to give ourselves credit. And I've really noticed in my life when I haven't claimed the fact that my soul chose this time for a reason, when I haven't claimed the fact that my soul chose to be a projector for a reason, when I didn't claim those things, I really could find myself being in this victimhood mentality in these areas. Like, I wish I was born in a different time where things were easier. I wish I was born in a different energy type where my energy was easier. And I think that all of us have felt that at different times, no matter what your design is. And that's just kind of a way that our mind works, the way that our conditioning is, you know, our monkey mind, our conditioned mind is like, the grass is always greener. It must be easier in some other time or for someone else. And when we can get behind the reason why our soul chose to be here in this body with this vessel, with these energetic qualities in this time, it is the ultimate shift of empowerment. So I'm excited to talk about this topic and to remind myself, and I'm excited for everyone listening too, you know, when we give ourselves this message of just a reminder 
it really truly is the greatest shift from victimhood into empowerment, reconnecting with our soul and remembering why our soul is so excited to be here in this incarnation in this lifetime. Yeah. And I just have to say, if you're feeling like, I wish I was in a different time that was easier. Literally, there's no time that's easier, like in the time of all time happening all at once, right? Like time not being linear. I sometimes wish that I was 3000 years in the future when like teleporting and (laughs) not having to move so slowly didn't exist. But I know that like Dana was saying last episode, you're here for the drama. You incarnated for the drama of life uh, to feel and to figure out and to be propelled forward. So how can we lean into that in a way that feels supportive, in a way that feels grounded, even when the floor seems to be crumbling beneath you? That's what we want to talk about. So I love it. I'm here for the drama, but also like in my dreams, I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm in a <laughs> in a spaceship somewhere or like literally just being a light being. Yeah. With that no body. Yeah. Me too. Like you don't have to eat constantly or like work out. Like that sounds nice too. But the truth is we are each and every single one of us, God, the creator consciousness, watching the juiciest movie ever, which is your life. So it's exciting to think about it in that way. And let's just dive right in, you know, for anyone that is a manifester, really wondering like, why are you here in this time frame, right? As we move into this new paradigm, because manifestors that are incarnated now are playing a really different role than manifestors have played in the old paradigm. Yeah. So in the past, you know, manifestors, there was a lot more manifestors and these were like the kings and queens and lords and ladies. I think that's the right way to say that. (laughs) Um, You know, the heads of the household and really the ones it's dictating what the rules and the laws are and everyone else then following suit to build and support around those circumstances or those desires. And now manifestors can feel, okay, but I just want to be left alone to do my own thing. I don't want to have to inform. And you know, if this is the first that you're hearing us talk about manifestors, we really encourage you or any of the types, we encourage you to go back and listen to all the different type episodes to get a deeper understanding of what it really means cuz we're not going to get into that right now but you know each of the types has this kind of energetic dilemma if you will that you came here to solve in this time right now and for manifestors that can feel like being feeling misunderstood while also wanting to be left alone to do your own thing and feeling this push and pull between People don't understand me. I feel deeply misunderstood. And if I inform, what if I impact people in a way that I didn't mean to because they're misunderstanding me? Or if I let them in, then they're going to control me and I want to be left alone and do my own thing and be in peace and not be impacting people or be misunderstood. But then if they come in and I inform them, what if they misunderstand me anyways? So that's kind of this dilemma within your energy that can feel like, what's the solution? And how do I feel understood while also having freedom, while also informing, but not impacting people in a negative way or in 
a twisted way because they didn't fully understand what it was, my vision or, or what I was needing. So I want to just propose that you manifest or listening, you're here to solve that. And of course, human design will tell you to use your strategy and inform anyways and keep informing and inform raw and vulnerably and, you know, saying, I don't want to impact in a, in a negative way, or I don't want to be misunderstood, but this is how I'm feeling. Um, that level of authenticity and vulnerability really rallies energy around you. So it's always going to be about radical authenticity around informing if as much as you possibly can and informing before you have the solution. But your energy came here to solve how do we be understood while also doing our own thing? How, how do I, how am I understood while also doing my own thing? Yeah. And I think that speaks to a bigger human dilemma that we all experience, which is independence and individualism versus connection and collaboration. So manifestors are really here to take that lesson on and experience it in their day-to-day life. It's a huge part of their life experience. And they end up being really way showers for all of us. Like, what does it look like to really be independent, give yourself the agency that you need to do what is right for you on an individual level and open yourself up to vulnerability and connection and love. And the myth that those two things can't exist in at the same time is truly a myth. So manifestors, the more you go on that journey of proving that myth wrong and opening yourself up to that connection, to that level of understanding, it is actually the ultimate win-win, right? We do actually have that connection and collaboration and acceptance from others and a level of true independence and freedom for ourselves. So you're really here as a manifester in this type incarnated to teach us this lesson, what it looks like to have inclusive leadership. Yes. And by the way, if you are listening and you're like, okay, where did you find this in human design? (laughs) This, all of these different messages were channeled. And so I just wanted to say that, that this came through for manifestors. Why did you incarnate in this type in this time to show us what inclusive leadership looks like? What does that look like? And, you know, the main message that came through is, that you being this leader, being this manifester have the answer, not us projectors, not human design, not some authority outside of yourself, but really you going on this journey of living your design, of honoring your truth, of being open to connecting, of informing. That is the kind of byproduct that happens trial by fire, if you will. And all of these, you know, different dilemmas or reasons for incarnating in this time is that trial by fire. Okay. So the next type that we want to talk about are generators. And, you know, generators, the the tendency for generators can be to put your head down, work for someone else. And in the past, that's been the case really committing yourself to factory work or to um, literally building somebody else's dream or empire. And in this time, there can be a tendency to be deeply committed to something 
but to the wrong things or to the things that aren't actually bringing you joy and really noticing in the, in your body where you are empowered once you realize that you hold the power for whoever you are giving it away to. So if you are working for someone else, if you are providing for your family and you don't want to be, if you are feeling like you are slaving away, doing something that you really are just drudging through the mud doing, noticing that you actually hold the power there because you are giving that away to to those people or to that job or to that thing. So the dynamic between feeling empowered versus feeling powerless, this is the dilemma or the energetic catch 22 that you are here to solve and to navigate and to feel knowing the difference between doing something for yourself versus doing something for others and what that feels like in your body. Yes. This is so empowering to talk about because I have seen so many generators, you know, generators are, their energy is really thorough. They're really wanting to be this slow burn that masters something over time. So their energy, once it's engaged with something, once it's decided on something is really designed to be there for the long haul and to finish that energetic connection with that thing. And so I have seen so many of my generator friends that are deeply committed to the wrong things, right? They're, it's like, they're putting their all all in. They're trying to master this thing, but it's the wrong thing. And when we talk about wrong, this is a key word too, I think for generators in their, their journey, because we're not yeah. talking about right and wrong as far as like our moral standards for every person. We're talking about correct or incorrect for you. That's the wrong we're talking about, not aligned for you. So I think generators feel like this is the right thing I put in quotes to do because I'm supporting my family or I'm supporting my partner and what they're wanting to do. And they feel like by committing, they're kind of in this moral compass of doing the right thing, but to who, right? To what standards? And when you have that shift of really wanting to commit only to the things that are aligned for you, that are correct for you, that is the ultimate shift. And I think it takes a lot of courage and bravery to address those conditioned morals that you have in your head and to really dismantle them and to rewrite the fact that there is no such thing as one size fits all right or wrong for any family, for any mother, for any relationship. It is an individual level of what is correct or incorrect for me, aligned or not aligned for me. That is the new right and wrong that generators are really showing us. Yes. And that takes a lot of courage It takes a lot of bravery to take action on what your body's telling you because you might be a yes in your body and it might be exciting for you to to work on this project and then it drains and it turns into a no. And that's where I see a lot of generators getting stuck is, okay, well, but this pays the bills or my family needs me to do this or this is... Just I have to just put my head down and do it anyways. And it's scary to say no to something without knowing what's next. And we talk about this a lot about creating open space in your energy. We talk about this in our book. We talk about this in our masterclasses for the types. And 
really creating that open space for something new to come in is the key, but it feels like the backwards. It feels like I need to have 10 steps ahead planned before I can stop doing this first step. And so really knowing that in this lifetime, you incarnated in this type as a generator to show us how to care without getting lost in others. Others being projects, people like a household, a thing, how to care about something without getting lost in it. And the dynamic between being or feeling empowered versus powerless. And where does that shift? With that fine line, where does it become now power or powerless? And you're showing us what that is on an individual level and starting to notice that within your own body with literally the tiniest of things like your meal or a phone call or picking the show that you want to watch that night. Starting to notice that feeling of empowered versus powerless in your body and just taking note of what it feels like. That's you stepping into being a leader in this time. So then the next type that we want to get into are manifesting generators. And, you know, of course, all of the things that we talked about for manifestors or generators um, could apply to you, obviously, because you're a hybrid of both of those types. But navigating freedom and moving as quick as you want to in your day-to-day and in this life, while also navigating your personal relationships, that can be a kind of tricky dynamic in your energy because you want to move quick. You want to get things done. You want to be efficient. You want to have freedom and play and excitement in your life. And you want to have relationships where you don't feel like you're giving them whiplash or leaving them behind or leaving them out. And depending on their designs and their conditioning, they might feel unaware of how your energy works. And so this dynamic that you're here to kind of solve is really noticing that and having that awareness of others' energy and bringing them in through informing ultimately, but while still having your freedom and not being controlled or tuned in by others. Yeah. And something that I don't hear people talk about as much is that as a manifesting generator, you know, you really are still a generator, just a variation with all of this manifesting energy. And when I see manifesting generators in my life, especially my close friends, they are some of the most caring and nurturing people the same way generators are, right? That's coming from that sacral center of wanting to care for other, wanting, wanting to connect with our community, with our children, and having this really caring energy. So as a manifesting generator, you really can get stuck in that trap, just like the generator of wanting to care for your family, wanting 
wanting to be responsible, wanting to take care of others and having your freedom sacrificed in that, having your desires sacrificed in that. And, you know, when you meet a gener- a manifesting generator that has just been putting their head down and taking care of their family and, you know, doing something that they don't want to do for a really long time, they will so often tell you, like, I don't resonate with being the most energetic type at all. I am completely drained. I'm completely burnt out. It's like, yeah, because as a manifesting generator, you can't ha- are so capable. You can commit your energy even longer than any other type to being out of alignment. And you can sustain that for quite a while until you reach that burnout. So taking that power back and realizing that the most sustainable, caring thing you can do for others is actually expanding them through honoring yourself and knowing that classic with the manifester as well, knowing that this applies to you, the more that you give yourself freedom to be independent and you let people in on that, it actually turns into this inclusive um, people coming together with you, rising with you. When you liberate yourself, you automatically create a bridge to spread that liberation to others. So that word selfish, you know, I think that that word can really come up and be a deep place of fear for all generators and manifesting generators, right? Because their energy is the way that your aura operates as a generator or a manifesting generator. It's open and enveloping. It's open arms to other people. It's wanting to spread. It's wanting to connect. It's wanting that inclusivity. So that word selfish can feel right then and there, like this polarity contrast between the way that your energy is flowing to others and your internal experience with it. So knowing that the way that you create that answer, right? The way that you create that wholeness where it doesn't need to be selfishness or togetherness, where it doesn't need to be my journey versus connecting with my family. It's both. And that is that universal win-win for the generator, manifesting generator types. Yes. And, you know, the special kind of... um add-on, I would say, of why you incarnated in this type is to show us the magic of life and the limitlessness of life that in a way that only a manifesting generator could. Because when you give yourself that freedom and you lead in a way that is inclusive and caring, you naturally, because you're quick, because you're efficient, show us our limitlessness and our potential and our expansiveness and that life is not just one note, that it is full of magic and you bring everyone else along the way, like Dana was just saying. So thank you for that. And then for projectors. So we talk about a lot in human design that there's more projectors coming in now and less manifestors coming in. And so the reason that we really see projectors coming in more and more now is to have to kind of trial by fire, show us what it looks like to honor your energy and still find success. Because the big projector dilemma that we all face right when we hear that we're a projector, but probably have felt our whole lives is... 
how do I work just two to three hours a day or three to four, you know, if you're really stretching it and still find success? Like, how does that happen? Like, yes, I want that. And I, that sounds like my dream life, but how do I actually do that? And how does, how does it actually work where I still have my self theme of success? And this time is really pushing you through having to figure that out because there's more and more projectors now. And we're having to say on this collective scale, okay, this isn't working. I'm getting sick. I'm burning out. I need different options. I'm having to figure this out, like literally being forced to figure this out. So that way I can serve my energy on an individual level while still serving the collective, whether that's a job or a relationship or what what have you. So this is I feel, I mean, maybe because I'm biased and I'm a projector, but it, it's so real and it's so day-to-day having to navigate this dynamic. Now, the other kind of dilemma within projectors is, is how to be seen without forcing. How to be seen in your journey without forcing other people to look. How to be seen within your work or what your guidance is or your advice without forcing it upon other people. And just that question, how to be seen without forcing, letting that sink in, letting yourself sit with that. You're here to navigate that. Obviously, we talk about a lot of different ways you can with waiting for the invitation, but knowing that it's okay. It's okay to feel the desire to force. It's okay to not know how you're going to make it work with your self-theme and you don't have to have the answer. You're literally here in this time to bring that answer forward. Yeah. And I think that for so many of us as projectors, you know, wanting to work less and, and wanting to have that kind of intention to be more efficient, to find the ways that really your energy is working for you. You're working smarter, not harder, all of that stuff. Projectors are actually so gifted at doing that. And, you know, instead of feeling disempowered in that realm, starting to tap into the ways that you're actually always seeing the ways that things could be more efficient. I always like to tell projector parents, use your projector magic in your family. What are the things that you're doing? The daily routines that are clunky, that are taking too much time. And what are the ways that you feel like you could do it more streamlined? more efficiently, where things feel easier and more natural for everyone involved, start looking at the ways that you are literally perfectly designed to see those efficiency gains. You're designed to see how things can be easier. And when you start doing that and seeing your genius in that realm, it makes it easier to apply that to your life. It makes it easier to make that shift because suddenly it's happening from a place of celebration of your insight. It's happening from a 
place of, of making things better instead of that disempowerment of like, I don't have enough energy to work as much as other people do, right? It's that shift into what you're good at doing. And when a projector really steps into more spaciousness and more efficiency where they're working less, I think that they really inspire and show others how to do that as well. You know, I've really noticed that even though each of these types are here to work on this theme and that's their main kind of day-to-day journey, you end up teaching the other types how to take these journeys on too, right? Any projector who's really living in the theme of success and having spaciousness and more efficiency in their life, that person really liberates and inspires even a manifesting generator of ways that they can be more efficient, of ways that they can use their energy in a freer way. Yes. And, you know, this dynamic is like Dana said, it's showing the way and you incarnated in this type, in this time of working from home and the pandemic and, you know, having to figure out how we're all going to work and make this work. You incarnated in this time to show us how to honor your energy and still find success, regardless of your type, how to honor your energy and still find success in your relationships, in your projects, in your home life, um, in your healing journey. That word success, of course, you know, it's really tied to projectors with their self-theme, but it's also any of the types can find success in any journey that they're on. And you're showing us how can you honor your energy along the way and still get that success or that outcome. And this once again, is a byproduct of you having to figure that out for yourself, having to show, way show, and lead others naturally by saying, this doesn't work for me. I'm finding something new. I'm making a shift. And we have so many different um, places where we talk about different things that you can do, whether that's in our book, Your Human Design, or in our Projector Masterclasses, or in Besties, our online membership, your human design besties. So there's just so many different places where we really highlight if you're feeling stuck in your work and how you're using your energy in general, we have a ton of resources because we're just so passionate about this because we're projectors and literally we incarnated in this type to show us how to honor your energy and still find success. So the last type, reflectors. The energetic dilemma that we really see is, you know, the messaging of being everything and nothing and that you're you're not meant to identify with anything and yet human design is telling you that you're not that you're a reflector and that you're not meant to identify with anything and that catch 22 of like okay well if i'm nothing then how am i following this thing that's telling me and i'm identifying with that i'm nothing and that it's what's the word like re, not redundant but um okay i'm just not going to get it i was hoping you'd come in and and have the word for me <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking like it's a reverse psychology like i'm not supposed to identify as anything but this is the one thing i'm supposed to identify as and so it's automatically like 
not what you would be expecting as a yeah. as a reflector. I know that there's people listening right now and they're like, these, these bitches, <laughs> it's this word and you, they know it right now. But here we are. But you know what I mean? It's not, it doesn't make sense. It's, it and, and that energetic setup of really surrendering to, okay, I am expecting not expecting surprise in my life. I'm not expecting anything. And my self-theme is surprise. I And so I know my self-theme, but at the same time, I'm not expecting anything, but also I'm hoping to be surprised and I'm everything and I'm nothing. And I'm not meant to be put in a box, but human design is telling me who I am, AKA putting me in a box. Like, how do I be this contradiction. There we go. How do I be this contradiction, (laughs) this walking contradiction in everything that I am and I do and I feel and I see to propel me towards living in alignment and being my truth. So the reason why you incarnated in this contradiction, this type is to show us the power of not forcing. The power, I put like capital P, the power, fullness, the power in your body, the power in the universe, the power in the magic of literally our whole reality. Show us the powerfulness that is there with not forcing with no force, like power without powerful force. That makes sense. That contradiction. You're here to live it. You're here to show it. You're here to decondition and and teach us in everything that we're doing where we feel powerful or where we're forcing. You're here to show us the power of not forcing and and what that really means in our, our in our lives, in our bodies, in our alignment, in our jobs what that really means. Yes. And this is such a powerful type of new paradigm kind of leadership or power that we're talking about where it's all about seeing the beauty and the potency of sensitivity, of surrender, of allowing, right? We've been so taught in the old paradigm that the only qualities that really look like leadership is when you are assertive and consistent and linear, right? And reflectors are the opposite of all of those things. They are open and flowing and expansive and allowing. And the biggest thing that they're here to practice is letting themselves go all in every day, like fully give their heart to whatever experience is coming through them, through whatever energy is wanting to be expressed in their body and to not be attached. So practicing that all in energy and also the allowing, the non-attachment, the letting go, that is so powerful. And you are our way showers in that. And I think that that's something that we all need to learn how to practice. And when you meet a reflector who is truly living that type of power without forcing, um, with really that energy of allowing life to live you, allowing life to surprise you without expecting that surprise, but just being there with a capital B for the journey. I think that is so, so, so uh, powerful that we all get to learn from the reflectors in our life. Yeah. And, you know, 
all of these things that we've talked about are intended for you to sit with and let them sink in. Let them just settle into your beingness and meditate on of, okay, what is my energy saying here? What is my wisdom saying here? What is channeling through me? So I just want to read off these reasons for incarnating for each of the types. And I invite you to close your eyes. And if you're driving, obviously don't, but just let this sink in and drop into your soul because we are not here to necessarily give you the answers. Although human design can absolutely assist and give you languaging and tools to really help you navigate any transition or wherever you're at right now. But ultimately, we're here to empower you to give yourself the answers. So for each of the types, manifestors, you are here to show us what inclusive leadership looks like. What inclusive leadership looks like. Generators, you are here to show us how to care without getting lost in others. And the dynamic between being empowered versus being powerless. How to care without getting lost in others and being empowered versus powerless. Man, Jens, you are here to show us what inclusive leadership looks like, how to care without getting lost in others, and to show us the magic and limitlessness of life, the magic, the fullness, the expansiveness of life. And projectors, you are here to show us how to honor our energy and still find success. You're here to show us how to honor our energy and still find success. And reflectors, you are here to show us the power of not forcing. What that really means. The power of not forcing. So I invite you to just let that sink in. And feel what comes up for you. If there's any tightness, if there's any unknown or questioning, I'm curious to see what that brings forward for you in the the months to come. Because deconditioning is not about deconditioning in this one second moment. When we learn something new about ourselves or we have words that just resonate, they have the power to shift things in our lives. And then we start seeing our external world shifting around us. We see that a lot with keynotes in human design and words that are channeled by raw that are meant to shock you and shake you out of complacency. And I hope that these words can help embrace you and propel you forward in living your truth, living your purpose, being a way shower, being a leader, and helping to usher in this new paradigm. We are so grateful that we're on this journey with you. We are so excited that we're connected. And 
as always, you know, you can find all the things on our website, daylunalife.com or on Instagram at dayluna. If you haven't gotten our book yet, we highly recommend getting that so that way you can start experimenting with your design, how to make decisions and how to really use your, your strategy in work with your children, with your family, in relationships. Um, there's so many goodies in there as well as rituals to really help support you in honoring your design and diving in deeper to your profile and your undefined centers versus defined centers. There's just so much in that. So that's called your human design. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, literally anywhere that you can get a book, you can find it. So we highly recommend checking that out if you haven't already. Yeah. And I wanted to say it's been so cool to meet with everyone in our one-on-one readings who have read our book because they have such a grounded foundation of how to actually live their strategy and authority. And it's just amazing to witness what starts shifting in their life when they're actually applying that. And we know that strategy and authority can feel so daunting, can feel so overwhelming. We really focused on breaking it down in our book so that it's very clear. You can actually start practicing. And so when we've gotten to meet people who have done that, who've been experimenting, then when we meet them in their reading, we have so many new, exciting things to talk about that have come up in their lives just from the magnetism of living in that alignment. So it's been really amazing. It's so exciting for us to get to meet individuals who are just genuinely living the experiment instead of just getting kind of stuck or getting kind of confused in all of the information. So we just wanted to give a shout out to all of the people we've been getting to meet with readings and all of our besties who we've been meeting with who have read the book. It's just so beautiful to witness someone who is truly living in their strategy and authority. It's a frequency and a potency that is so palpable. So we love it. And in this conversation that we've had, we love to hear what resonated with you. We love to hear a bit about how you feel your soul is answering these big questions, a bit how your journey is really kind of expressing these answers in your own unique way. So we love hearing from you on our Instagram at dayluna. That's where you can connect with us. Um, Also, we have our monthly online exclusive community, Your Human Design Besties. That's an amazing place where we get to meet every month for virtual circles. We get to connect in and talk about the cosmic transits and just really share our human design journeys with one another. That's a great place to connect more with us more too. If you're really wanting to share your journey, you can check that out on our website as well. Yeah. And I just have to say, I freaking love our besties. If you're listening, we love you. We love seeing you every month. It's so amazing. And we love creating the mini courses for you. Honestly, it's just so exciting because that's why we're here. That's why we incarnated is to empower as many people we can with human design and really be of service in that way. And and dive in deep to these things that really matter, to these things that really liberate us. And HD Besties has been the just easiest, most expansive and beautiful place to do it because we actually get to connect with you and um, hear your, your stories and really dive in deep. So we love you. If you're listening, thank you so much. And also... One last thing that we haven't talked about yet is that we're going to Transcendence Festival in December, December 8th to the 10th. And we are leading, we're facilitating a workshop there. 
It's in Playa del Carmen. So this is not going to be a De Luna uh, human design retreat. However, this festival is the first of its kind. It's amazing. It's all geared around spirituality, self-improvement. It's not a festival that's around like partying and and uh, drugs and all of that, um, which not hating on those at all, but it is much more focused on how can I up-level my energy? How can I, what are the practices and tools that I can do to find more alignment and really change my life? So there's so many amazing facilitators, musicians, artists that are going to be at this festival. We're excited to be there too. It looks beautiful. And so you can check that out also on our website. We're going to put a link in the show notes as well. It's Transcendence Festival, Playa del Carmen, December 8th to the 10th. So we hope that we get to see you there to meet in person and to dive into human design together. So we're sending you so much love. I'm excited to see how you're leading in this new paradigm and we will talk to you soon.